I just cannot imagine functioning on this earth without having the Holy Spirit. When I was 37 years old, God spoke to me and caused me to be born again and gave me the Holy Spirit to live in me. I knew nothing about the Holy Spirit. I started going to church after I was born again, and they didn't teach at any place I ever went. They didn't teach about the Holy Spirit. But God taught me. So what I will share with you today are the things he taught me, and I will give you some examples of the working of the Holy Spirit in my own life as well as the life of other people. Jesus says the following about the working of the Holy Spirit in the believer. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Now, I found that he teaches me all things about spiritual things as well as secular things and brings all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you. In 2020, I began thinking about having upholstery put on my front seat of my 25-year-old car. As I stood there and looked at the car and thought about this, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Or you could just buy a new car. That's like a thunderbolt hitting me. I'd never thought of buying a new car. As I began to think it over, I could go buy a new car and pay cash because I had just sold my house in Texas and had the money sitting in the bank from that house in Texas. So I could easily buy a new car. Now that's the way the Holy Spirit guides us. I have found that the Holy Spirit gives us options, brings to our mind options, and gives us a better way to go than the way we are considering going. He doesn't force us to do anything. He simply gives us information. An idea will come to your mind. And it was just like this, the tone of voice of the Holy Spirit. It was like he was standing there watching me as I considered putting upholstery on that old car. And then his tone of voice was, or you could just buy a new car. I have never experienced any time in my life that I can remember when the Holy Spirit frightened me or threatened me or pushed me. It was always an option, giving me another way to go. I can't imagine living on this earth without the benefits of the Holy Spirit. So let's read this once again, John fourteen twenty six. 
but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John chapter 16, verse 13, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into the way of God by bringing gentle thoughts to our minds or by reminding us of a scripture so we can go in a better way, the way of God. Now, the devil also brings thoughts to your mind, but his purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. So how do you recognize the thoughts of God that he sends versus the thoughts of devils? Well, it's really rather simple. I've always found God brings love, joy, peace with his thoughts. He may have to tell you to move to another city, but I have known the voice of God for a long time. And if the devil were telling you to move to another city, it would be a very fearful tone of voice, a very fearful thing. Like, you better move, and you better move now. One time, I was injured in a fall at my home. And as the ambulance workers were rolling me out the front door, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, You'll never see this house again. It didn't frighten me because I have had a lot of experience with God. And I've always found that when he has another way for me to go, it's better than the one I was in before. So he leads me into green pastures. He takes me into a better situation than I had before he told me to change. So I'm not afraid of God. I have a fear of God in the sense that if I don't follow God, then I'm going to go in a worse way. But if I follow God, I'm going to go into a better way of life. So I know obeying God is very important. In that sense, I have a fear of God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. I believe that's Psalm 111, verse 10. So it's important to have a fear of God, but you learn to have a trust in God. So you don't have the kind of fear like you might think. You just have a respect for the Word of God and know that God is going to help you to go in a way which is better than the way you've been going.
I believe this is from John 10.10 and explains it. Jesus says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come, that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Pam Paget was raised in the Catholic Church. When she was 14, one of her classmates was killed on a motorcycle. All of a sudden, she realized someone her age could die. She'd never thought of that before. And Pam knew if she died at that moment, she would go to hell. And she was very afraid. And she cried out to God, asking him to save her, if at all possible. After that, Pam realized there was something of God in her. Years later, she saw a scripture, and then she knew what it was of God that was in her. 1 Corinthians three sixteen. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Paul says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Our flesh will give, bring ideas to us. If we do the works of the flesh, we will be destroyed. But if we do the works of the Spirit, we will be saved. For example, one woman was at her work, and she noticed a man, and he noticed her, and they became attracted to each other. But she was married. Now that is the work of the flesh leading you into a very dangerous area where you will destroy people through adultery because it affects your husband or wife, it affects your children, it destroys your family if you go that way. But the Holy Spirit would bring something to your mind to keep you from going into adultery, to give you another way to go, showing you to avoid all appearance of evil, for example. That's a scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5. If you choose to follow the Spirit of God, you will overcome your own flesh. But if you didn't have the Holy Spirit, you would just follow the flesh off into an area of sin and destruction would come as a result. The Holy Spirit turns us away from temptations by reminding us of a scripture or by bringing another concept to our mind. 
Here is a very interesting passage of Scripture. God spoke this to the prophet Ezekiel, and it foretells of being born again. It is a prophecy about what God will do in the New Testament church. Ezekiel 36, verses 23 through 27, God says to Ezekiel, And I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. There was a woman before I was born again. She was with the Dallas Morning News, and I owned a business. And through her column, I advertised every week in the Dallas Morning News. Mary Beth would come to my business and visit with me, and we would examine a certain piece of merchandise, and she would show a picture of it in her column. So she had an opportunity to know what I was like before I was born again. After I was born again, she observed me, and one day she said, I think in you we have seen a genuine conversion. You're not the same as you were when I first met you. I had been born again. And that's what God is talking about in verse 23 of Ezekiel 36. He says, I will sanctify my great name, which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. For I will take you out from among the heathen. After I was born again, I didn't want to be around the people I'd been around. I wanted to be around the church people. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And that's exactly what happens to us when we're born again. Instantly, God gives us a new heart and a new spirit that we can follow him instead of the things we followed before we were born again. In verse 27, he says, And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Second Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. A new heart and a new spirit to follow God. Romans 8.14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Some of you attend churches and you know 
that many people in those churches do not follow God. If you have the Holy Spirit, you feel the difference between you and the other people in the congregation. And that's exactly what this is talking about. You have the Holy Spirit if you belong to God, and He leads you and teaches you and guides you, and you depend on Him to show you the things of God and what to do. But the majority of people in churches do not have the Holy Spirit, they simply put themselves into the church by going forward and being baptized. And they still follow their own desires and their own wisdom. But you know to follow the wisdom of God and seek the wisdom of God if you are born again. That's why Jesus said you must be born again. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned, says the Apostle Paul. 1 Corinthians 2.14 Think upon the things that the Spirit of God does for us. I have listed them at the beginning of the writing attached to this podcast. Seek the Spirit of God by asking God for His wisdom. Pay attention to thoughts that show you a different way to go, to thoughts that bring you love, joy, peace. The devil will try to make you afraid, will try to cause you to doubt, and will bring a lot of fear to you. And that's how you know the difference between the voice of God and the voice of devils. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. God will not work in hypocrisy or guile, but it will be a pureness of heart and spirit. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.